Hey, I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And we're the Leftovers. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I did not agree to that. Hey, Chris. Hey, Mark. You know where we're at today? I'm going to guess the Palatial Studios. Here we are again in a wondrous, awesome Palatio Studio C. Palatio or Palatio? Palatio, that's something different. Palatio Studio C. You know what we're doing? We're high-flying. Are we high-flying, Chris? You might be high. I ain't flying. Come on, man. Get in the game. We're in a broom closet. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. He tells jokes. But we are freewheeling, jet-streaming, high-flying, not crying, jumping up, getting down, maybe coming to your town. Great day to say welcome, welcome, welcome! I don't Listeners, think, I don't think we'll be traveling anywhere anytime soon. Especially Belgium. I mean, how do you expect us to get to Belgium? Are you paying for it? Because I'm not. On a jet airplane. We do want to say thank you to yes, our listeners. Thank you for, for responding to our tech to the text line and giving us great ideas for shows. And today, once again, two weeks in a row. A listener, give us the idea. It's a good thing because you and I have been having a hard time thinking of subjects. Hey, you know what they say? Silence. <laughs> Within the sound. Uh-oh. Here he goes. Singing. Silence. So today, topic. Or, no. <laughs> Origins of morality was last week, sir. <laughs> Policing in America. We're the kids of America. Policing in America. And we do want to thank our listener last week for that episode, the other one. But this week is policing in America. Policing maintenance of law and order by police force. There you go, Chris. That's what Google said. But that, okay. The enforcement of regulations. There's another idea of policing. 800,000 sworn law enforcement officers in our country. That's a lot. It's a lot. but It's compared, a lot of crime. But compared to the uh, population of America, it's not that many. Yeah, I think it is. Compared, we, don't need, we don't need one-to-one. <laughs> no, but at the same time, you have to have some form of ratios to be able to control if a mass riot happens. Uh-oh, mass riots. I mean, you talk about if everybody in New York City was to rise up and have a pro and like and have a cause that they wanted to start rampaging through the city, mm. the police force would be the ones to try to keep it in some form of control. Yep. But I mean, you're look you're looking at I think I don't remember what the population of New York City is. A lot. It's like um, can we million, go with a lot? It's like a million or a million and a half. It could be more than that. I don't New know. New York City? Yeah. Oh, my. You're way off. Probably, but. Way off. Well, let way me low. look it up and we'll. Way low, Chris. New York. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Why not? New York. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I was off mm-hmm. by like 18 million. Mm-hmm. Population of. In two, in, Mm-hmm. Population of New York City in 2023 was 19,461,000. Mm-hmm. How big is the <laughs> how big is the police force in New York City? 33,000. No, 33,000. All right. Well, let's look it up. I think that's right. That's what Tom Selleck said on Blue Bloods. <laughs> New York City Department is the largest and one of the oldest municipal, municipal police departments in the United States with approximately 36,000 officers and 19,000 civilian employees. There you go. He was right. So you have 36,000 officers mm-hmm. to, corral, to corral 19 
point four million people. Well, everybody's not going to. Correct, but I'm. But what I'm saying is, the three year olds are going to stay at home, and the eighty three year olds are going to stay at home. But I mean, that's and one officer could probably take care of about two thousand or two officers. No, but I mean, yeah. That's where the, I mean, police forces are being, in certain areas, are being stretched too thin. Which, at the same point, because places are hurting for officers, they're trying to get them out there so fast that they're not actually giving them, for one, they're not giving them the correct training. They're not giving them enough of the correct training. Because... They, they've got to keep up with a certain number of police officers per citizen to uh, enforce the laws as they see it. 18,000 police agencies. Local police, county sheriff's department, state police or troopers. And federal law enforcement. 18,000 agencies. Okay. That's a lot. Federal agencies that we've heard of. The DOJ is responsible for the FBI, DEA, the, the three letter, The three-letter agencies. Yes. And then Department of Homeland Security, Border Patrol, ICE. Secret Service. Hopefully we don't have to encounter any of those guys. But with everything, there is corruption. Correct? Yeah. With everything we do, we talk about, we read about, we watch. I won't say everything, but the majority of things. the majority of things, there is corruption somewhere. Could be little. Could be a little corruption. It could be... Gigantic. Corruption's corruption. Corruption. Well, there's degrees of corruption. Little mm. little corruption. But are Very they still not are they still not corrupt? I don't know. If nobody ever let's say someone let's pick one of our letters here. Let's say pick some letters. The ATF. Let's say there were two agents that were corrupt. And, There's a lot more than that, well, but okay. Hey, we're, this is a scenario, Chris. We don't know. We're not lawyers here or judges or any of that. You don't but have to say, be a lawyer or a judge to see Let's say corruption. there were two ATF agents that were corrupt. And with every siege, maybe they stuck a couple of guns in a bag and went and sold them on the street. And then uh, let's pick out another fictitious number. Uh, 3,500 ATF agents. Two of them are selling stolen guns. So I would call that a little corruption. It's still corrupt, and it's still corruption. So that answers my question. They but are if, still corrupt. But They're... if 2,800 of them are selling uh, stolen fentanyl, uh, <laughs> then that's a larger area of corruption. And then the DOJ is probably going to shut that deal down. No, they probably just give them more money. No. Uh, state police. Uh, we know them as? State troopers. State troopers. You ever encountered one of those? Chris? Sad to say I have. Just once? Yep. Well, that's good. You're you're an older fellow. Just encountering old. one state trooper is good. Well, after paying the ticket, I kind of... Done the crime, paid the fine. Yeah. Kind of don't want to have to deal with that again. Yeah, that's not fun. So. They got strange looking hats on too. Big rim hats. Sometimes. Sometimes they don't wear the hat. So, I was 15 years old, driving to school. Pulled out from a stop sign. Wham! Hit an old lady in a car. You shouldn't have hit her. It wasn't on purpose. I've done it on purpose. I've done a real good job. <laughs> you wouldn't be here right now. She went careening out of control. Car hit a, what kids don't know what is today, telephone booth. And the rear end stopped in a fence post. Uh, 
destroyed the car, destroyed the telephone booth. The telephone still worked because she called her husband on it. No cell phones. This was... Well, I mean, when you were 15. Late I mean, it 1980s. Was the dark ages. And so, re- really nice lady, I would say. And state trooper showed up. And I'm worried because I'm 15. I don't have driver's license. I don't have insurance. I don't have an idea of what's coming here. And I feel like I'm in big trouble. So, police shows up, state trooper. And we get in the rear seat of the car. And he asked me, it was my turn, I need your driver's license. And I say, sir, I don't have a driver's license. And he says, the next question was, does your parents know you're driving? Now, I had an opportunity to lie. (coughs) But I was raised to tell the truth. And so I did. I said, yes, sir, because they did know I was driving. And so I figured, hey, I'm in enough trouble. Why lie? Let's just tell the truth here. So I tell him they know. And so um, all that got took care of and had to pay a few tickets and whatnot. But, yeah, that was my experience, my very first experience with state troopers. And then I got to know them a little better the older I got. (laughs) I couldn't learn to go slow on this one road. It's just a problem. I do now. I learned. Lots of speeding tickets later. And so we go. That's why you got to learn to be more vigilant. If you watch out for them and you you see them more often. Oh, I've seen them every time I got a ticket. (laughs) Exactly. That's why you have to be more vigilant so you see them before the ticket. I had one pull me over one time. He says, I saw... At the stop sign back there, you weren't wearing your seatbelt. I said, well, you're wrong. I've had my seatbelt on since I left my house this morning. Well, you didn't have it on at the stop sign. I most certainly did. So here we go. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. So apparently he didn't feel strong in his case, so he let me go. So what you're saying is you dealt with a cop that was on a power trip. I told him they ought to make those things in orange. That way he could see them better. And then I thought, well, and I told him, I said, well, in the state of Tennessee, that probably don't work out too too good for you. No. Too many orange shirts. You for sure couldn't see it then. Yeah. No, I was he going more work. of. But how often do you think cops are like what you said? On Just, a power trip? Uh, yeah. More than it should be. I mean. I think when it comes to. um troopers that patrol interstates and that's what they deal with most of the time the yeah speeding tickets yeah yeah because it's i'm sure they hear it on it every day oh i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't when he's sitting there looking at his radar saying you you were you know but i mean that's not i'm i'm saying not just troopers i mean majority but the majority of cops i don't believe are people that are on power trips, but mm-hmm. you do get the people that they want to feel some form of superiority, which is why they join the police department. I was going to say, would you not, but be, you would become a cop for that's one of the reasons, right? Yeah, and there's that's, people, there's people wanna, that do that. You want to feel, yeah, leveled up. Yeah, and I believe, that, in my opinion, those people shouldn't be on the force. But I think you kind of have to have that personality in order no. to do your job every day. If you're just Mr. Um, sheep, mundane, go to work, go home, I don't think a policeman survives with that mentality. Out on I, the street with yeah. getting cursed at and yelled at on a every, you know, probably happens every other stop. Not everybody's just going to stick their driver's license out the window. and No, I mean, uh, th- but I don't think that that, the superiority, superiority complex has anything to do with people doing that. Well, the majority of people doing that. I believe, and 
in my honest opinion, you have to have some form of caring about others over oneself. I never really get that from a police officer. I don't. I've never witnessed a police officer that what you just said cares for the community. I've, I've never seen that. What do you mean you've never seen it? I've seen it on television, but that's television. Uh, in real life, I've never seen a policeman that is like, you know, what you see portrayed where the cop stops and rubs on the kid's puppy while they're walking by and he takes time to hand out candy and teddy bears. And well, I mean, that's more... I don't see that. That's more of a small town thing. We're I, Again, that's where I live. I never have seen that. I guess you live in where you live, yeah. But, I mean, like around here... I mean, these jokers are carrying around rifles and full artillery things, on, you know, with the vest and the cameras and the weapons. And, I mean, they seem somewhat cordial, but... The well, thing about small town policing, most of the time, what I've seen in the past twenty plus years, is the new police guy comes on the force, gets trained up. You might have him six or eight months. He's moving on to a larger city because he got his training in for free. Yeah. So you don't keep them around very long, unless it's the chief of police, and they normally stay around a little longer. But I rarely see that. What you see portrayed on police episodes on television, uh, you know, I really care about the people kind of thing. I never see that. Well, you might not see it in the way that you think you would see it. The on, way I think I would see it? On like, <laughs> on, like, TV shows and stuff like that. I mean, you have actors portraying police officers. They're trying to get a certain dialogue out there. They're trying to give you a certain feel of being an officer, but mm -hmm. it's... It's nothing like that. Because I'm not saying cops have to be that way. I I get, man. You need to be you, on guard. You yes, need to be on guard. You have to be on guard. Yeah. As soon as you let just, that down, somebody done stole your gun and shot somebody. You know, not even no. Just saying. it's not even stealing your but gun and shooting happen. somebody. It's you possibly getting shot. I, I mean, that's that. no. You said them stealing your gun. Somebody and stealing somebody. a cop's gun. Yes, and once shoot. they drop their awareness. What I'm saying is, them not no one even stealing the cop's gun. I'm saying some the cop not paying attention to something, and somebody's got a gun. And they shoot the cop. I mean, tomato, tomato. No, it's not tomato, tomato because it's, it's tomato, not stealing. It's not the. It's not them stealing the. If cop's the gun. cop drops his guard, something could happen. Yes, that's my point. I mean, things happen even though they don't drop their guard. Right, but to stay on point, you know, that's what they need to be doing. All right, so we in America have this great supply of sworn officers, apparently. 800,000 of them. That's great. What is the law? What is the law? And we have local, county, state, federal, uh, police. So what law, this plural, are they enforcing? Well, so the federal authorities police the federal laws. Federal laws. The state um, enforces the state state's law. And, yeah, and the federal enforces the federal law? And the local enforces the local law? No, the local, I mean, the city officers enforce the state law as well. So, trying to think of the driving thing. on the right side of the road. Okay, there's a law that the that has to be enforced. I'm guessing majority of people drive on the right side of the road in America. That's the right side at. or the correct side? Mm-hmm. Both. To have a driver's license, a registration, and insurance available is another one. Now, we watch. TikTok videos quite a bit. Okay. Kind of one of our things. By our, I mean me and you. And one of the, um, 
I don't call it popular because I think it's ignorant things that you see on there. If it ignorant ignorant gets in the algorithms, is people that'll uh, pull over for the police for speeding or whatever, and they will not give them driver's license. They will not give them registration they because they're sovereign citizens. All of that, and it just looks to me like they're just causing trouble. Others would say, hey, they're a, that's what citizens ought to do. They ought to cause trouble. <laughs> but, yeah, I, complying is not a sheepish act, I don't think. Because you show the officer your driver's license, if you have one, you know, you should probably have one. I don't think that's a sheepish act. I think it's compli- compliant to what the officer asked, yes. But it's the law, and I don't see a problem with the law. Okay. Well. Here comes the other side. Yeah, the other side of I, I'm not a sovereign citizen. I believe that those people are ignorant. and I mean, the law of the state is you're supposed to have – some form of a driver's license to drive in that state. And you must show it to the officer when asked. Uh, But then there's time. What I'm getting at is when you have the sheep are the people that enforce the policies, even though they're not correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll go. The border situation right now is a big thing. It's a big thing between the National Guard of Texas and the Border Patrol. Border Patrol is supposed to enforce the federal laws of uh, people immigrating and whatever to our country. Um, we have laws that you're supposed to go through a uh, border entry. And if you are seeking asylum, you do that. You uh, tell them you're seeking asylum, and or they uh, tell you whether or not you can enter or leave, depending on um, the reason you're there. Where we now have video, video upon video upon video of the border patrol. Tearing down, not exactly tearing down, but moving certain barriers to allow people to just walk into our country where they're not supposed to be entering because it is not a point of entry. A point of entry is a official place, whereas you're just coming through where we have a border barrier is not a is not considered a port of entry, a point of entrance. And it is being uh, facilitated by federal officers. And now you have a state that is using its own National Guard, which is a state entity, to police their border. All the, the Border Patrol officers that are facilitating the uh, illegal uh, migrants coming into the country are being sheep. They're, they're not following the law. They're just doing what they, what they feel like they have to do to keep their job, whether it's legal or not. Okay. What is Chris's take on... A Guatemalan citizen crossing the U.S. Well, let's, I'm trying to put this. Okay. Guatemalan citizen okay. seeking asylum to America. Probably uneducated at the very best. But they know... If I get there, things are better. 
And regardless how I have to do it, I've got to do it for my children, for my family, whatever. You can fill in the blank. Do you personally, not what other people say, not what I even think, but you personally think that because that person does not go through the quote-unquote proper channels, they should be turned around and sent to Guatemala. The, <clears throat> I believe that, yeah, they should be sent back to Guatemala. If not, just sent back to wherever, whatever country they entered in from, whether it's Canada or Mexico. Because the asylum laws that we have are you because majority of the people don't well i say the majority what used to happen is a lot of uh workers we would uh give certain visas to to work over here for a season depending on uh where they were working and then you say okay when your time is up you go home well people would overstay their visas now a lot of it is people coming in through the border, mm-hmm. and that is the the asylum let, laws. Let me get this straight. So you did say they needed to be turned around, one eighty, one eighty them, send them to Guatemala. That's what you think. If they come in illegally, yeah, they they didn't go through the quote unquote proper channels, so they need to be sent home, right? Yes. All right. So if um. I guess that kind of covers all the all the bases. You don't think any kind of if they are seeking illegal- if they are seeking asylum, they need to the asylum law is they need to uh, seek asylum in the next country, whether it's Mexico. No matter what country it is, they Mexico. the country it is attached to first. Mexico, okay. Whether it's north or south, and you're going to say Mexico. Let's talk about the Mexican law. <laughs> You want to talk about corruption? We'll talk about corruption. Yes, the South America. Uh, the that's why they can't go through Mexico to get here legally, because what they're going to run into there is the cartels is the slave trade, the drug cartels. So if they can get here, it's wait, safe. wait, 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 wait. So you're saying, so you're saying, no, no one has the ability to come in through the legal channels. It's possible. Yes. But it, it takes a thing that most of them don't have. And they're coming here to get this money. I mean... I, money, 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 money. Money. You like that? No. We always put a song in our show. We've already put two songs in at the beginning. There's one more. Oh. We're going to get copyright struck. It's all good. It's all good. But, uh, okay... You you try to illegally immigrate into another country, mm-hmm. and they catch you. What are they going to do? What are we talking about? Our country? No, any any other country in the world? Different. How? The situations are different. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Say, Not apples and apples. Okay. Say, and we don't know. Tom, we don't know laws of other countries. We don't know situations of other countries like we know ours. I can tell you if I if someone offered me a better job in Switzerland where I was making three times what I was making, it's different. If You're a I, U.S. citizen if, and you've got money, it's different. If I You're did, not living in a third world, if country. I did not, you don't do, know where I did your not next fo- meal's coming from. If I did not follow it's the laws, different. No, it's not different. It's, it's totally exactly different. Same. No, it's not. It's not the same. If you're living in a third world country, you have no idea where your next meal is coming from. You have no money coming in. You have no reason for anything. How are you going to get by? But you hear about this place to the north where you can make money. You can survive. You can eat. You can send money home to your family. Why would you not give that a shot? You would. You going to Switzerland is not apples and apples. I disagree with that statement. That's okay. That's great. Because, Our listeners uh, know the truth. I mean, 
I don't have a whole lot of money, but if I can make three times the amount of money and go over to Switzerland and have a job, but I don't want to do it legally. You know what three times zero is? They're going to send me right back. Zero. All right. So, problems facing our police today. Increased crime rate, which I think is just going to continue to happen year after year, decade, decade. I think crease, crease, what is that? (laughs) Crime is just going to increase. I don't ever see it taking a serious slump the other direction. I just don't. I don't know why I think that way. I just think that way. Because that's what, that's all you hear on the news or on TV shows. I don't watch the news. Okay, TV shows, which you read on the news whenever you watch a sporting event and they want to talk about the local whatever, majority of the time you're going to hear about how this bad thing happened and how there's so much crime. We can use New York City as an example. New York City's, before COVID, New York City's crimes, uh, crime rate was going down. Well, uh, after COVID and people started... After everyone was scared half to death? After everyone was... Uh, after everybody was starting to be able to leave their homes and go out and do their stuff, uh, a lot more people started moving and allowed other people to come into New York City. Okay. The uh, the government of New York and New York City passed certain laws saying that certain offenses weren't going to be prosecuted. The police can arrest them all day, but the the uh, attorney for the city and the state are just going to let the people go. Okay. So, like... So, what is your answer to that problem? That specific problem that you just brought up? If you were all-seeing eye-in-the-sky, Chris, and here's how you fix it. Somewhat. You're not going to ever 100% fix it. But, but to take a here, big chunk of it? Yeah. Here is the way that I would fix it. Boom. Uh, the police have the laws. The laws are what they are. And when a police officer, the majority of the time when a police officer arrests somebody for a crime and we have the evidence that they have done it and they are adjudicated for it, you put them in prison. You don't. You don't pick up a guy from Walgreens for stealing a thousand dollars worth of stuff that they have on them, that they uh, have video of them going in there and stealing it. The police go and arrest this person, mm-hmm. and the attorney general of the city or state says, "Oh well, he he was just stealing stuff to survive, mm-hmm. so we're not going to prosecute him and let him go." Or he's mentally ill. Either way, same. You just let him go. I mean, what what's what is the deterrent from him doing it getting in? Other than the time, so you think the laws are black and white? There's no gray area. If you stole up to this point, then you get this. Well, that's what the law is. Is if you that's steal you, with up to, I think the law. I think the law is more gray than that. When you get into the legal system. You get into the lawyers and what they know and judges that they know and seen and things that they've heard. Until you get to that point, you really don't know. But I think if you take situation A, B, and C, they all stole from the same store the same amount. Uh, You know, everything looks the same until you get them into court. And then you find out the one had just lost their job. They have no sense of anything, and they needed to feed their child. The next one maybe had some mental issues and, uh, you know, fill in the blank. And the next one was just regular Joe, thought he'd go steal $1,000 worth of things. Those are not equal situations. They did steal the same amount, but it's not equal. Okay, the the woman who has to feed her child. Yes, that gives her the right to go steal. Did I say as a woman? Yes. Okay. No, it does not give the right. Okay, no. But I'm no, no. saying whenever you get ready to give punishment 
Don't you give a little leeway to that situation? I'm not saying that. As a judge? I'm not saying that there's not leniency or whatever. You said it was black and white. That's what I'm. What I said is whenever you have the attorney generals that just come in and dismiss charges completely Mm -hmm. for not just one guy. Well, maybe they don't want to continue to put this kind of thing in front of a judge they know the outcome and so that's what they're kind of supposed to do uh, steer that thing kind of away from the judge because i mean judges are their own animals i mean they're human beings too okay and possibly there'll be like you know i've seen enough of this lady that just stole for your children you're you're going uptown for x amount of time 11 29 you're in jail for 11 months 29 days the same as the mentally ill guy the same as the guy that has nothing wrong with him whatsoever you're getting the same thing whereas it could have been headed headed off at the past by attorney general maybe i don't know it's all hypothetical we're just talking yeah it's hypothetical i don't but think at the same our time. laws are black and white just kind of what i was getting at the laws are black and white the the uh when I say laws, though, I mean the law from the beginning to where you broke it all the way till judgment or, or punishment. That's the, the, whole, the whole law. You know, not just, boom, you stole $1,000, you get this, that, and the other. I'm talking about all the way to the end of that deal. There are minimums and there are maximums for certain, pri- for certain yeah. crimes. Mm-hmm. They're there for a reason. So if that mother stole five dollars mm-hmm. worth of stuff or fifty dollars worth of stuff mm-hmm. she might only get the minimum which might be a fine whereas the guy that just went in and stole to steal mm-hmm. could just i don't know he just i wanted to steal i wanted this stuff for mm-hmm. me you could throw the book mm-hmm. at him throw, he got a rush he got a rush out of it of okay s- stealing yeah but then again you also have the people that are like oh i i was I, my little son at home he, mm-hmm. he needed food mm-hmm. to find out this guy mm-hmm. he might have four kids but he doesn't see any of them he didn't he wasn't trying to feed his kids yeah I, liars they're all over the place and I, again i don't know how police officers do it i mean they're getting lied to on a re- and years ago show come out cops all right uh that was like whatever whatever night that come on thursday night let's say Thursday night watching. I mean, you had to be in front of the television to watch this show. It's really cool, especially if they come to a city close to you. And so <clears throat> you see you see cops getting into situations, and, man, you're really believing the person they're talking to. And you find out at the end of the segment, they was just lying about the whole deal. And I think, man, they've got to deal with that on a, every, all, every time they go out. You're wondering the whole time, is this person lying to me? Are they telling me the truth? You know, that'd be very difficult and wearing on the police officer. I mean, yeah, you, you're going to you're going to have some issues yourself as a police officer having to hear trust. lie after lie after lie. You yeah. have trust issues. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not saying at all that. Any police officer that breaks a law or goes against protocol, I'm not saying they shouldn't be uh, prosecuted just like anybody else that would have broken the law. But at the same time, I can see where some of them, after going through so much crap Mm -hmm. for so long, they have a breaking point. Yeah. But just like you and I, I might have a breaking point. That doesn't mean I can go hurt somebody. I think you hit that every every Thursday before you push record. What? Your breaking point. <laughs> well, with the discussions you bring up before we start recording, yeah, I kind of get there sometimes. Do we want to start the discussion we had earlier? Uh, prob- problems facing police today. We mentioned the higher crime rate rising and uh see new i don't technologies I don't think... that's facing police today um you know po- police out on the roads and out on the streets and maybe walk in the streets 
they're always getting recorded. And usually, all that we ever get to see of that, negative side of it. We don't see what works up to that point. You're not going to get a video of a cop probably saving a woman from no. getting hit by a car. No, that's not worth watching. That's no. not uh, TMZ type I mean, television. Majority of the stuff you hear about cops is where the cops or the individual cop has done something that the public deems as wrong. Mm-hmm. And even then it's from one point of view. And then people go crazy when that policeman is exonerated because the judge actually seen all the sides of it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's corruption. Well, it's really not. It's probably the judge saw the whole side of the story, all the sides of it, instead of just the one you saw on somebody's cell phone. Yeah, but on the back side of that, you hey. also have where the judge sees everything and sees that, hey, what he did was by technically by the book and legal. But if I say that this person is free to go, we're going to have another riot. So I'm going to say he's guilty. You've got to. That's why they're judges and we're not. We're just here at Coswell Cogs doing our thing. But but that's but that's the thing. That's another thing, thing, though. What is another thing? Tell me. You forgot. Should no. Should you. Yes. Find somebody guilty. No. Just because Maybe. everybody else that is around you will be mad about it. Should you find someone guilty just so you appease everyone? That's what you're saying? Basically, yeah. I think a judge would use... I think a judge would take offense to that statement. I think there's quite a few judges out there that... They really seem to be... Uh, we were talking about arrogance of police officers. <laughs> We hadn't mentioned judges. <laughs> judges believing that they're judge, jury, That's and ex- executioner. Next level, because they are. <laughs> they're not, though. I mean, that's we I got, mean, generally speaking, they're judges. Yeah. But at and the judges at the end, do what they judge. They're supposed to hand down a sentence. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, that's why we have courts of appeal. That's why we have higher courts to adjudicate whether or not that judge's ruling will suffice you know why they call the police 12 i didn't know they called the police 12 i you thought they just that? call them popo 50 i've heard 50 you know where 50 come from not really no 1968 hawaii 50 it's the police department in hawaii dun, 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 dun. all right, all right that was the hawaii 50 so okay. later on the police were known as 50 and 12 comes because Popo. I didn't know this one. I actually looked it up. I knew they were called 12. I just didn't know why. I didn't know they were called 12. 12, yeah. yeah. Hey, there's 12. 12. Well, the reason being police code 1012 means visitors present in the area where the police are going. So the slang for that is 12. Okay. So the next time you want to tell your wife there's the cops without saying there's the cops. Just tell her twelve. She won't understand it either. Five zero. She'll understand five zero. There you go. Use them both. I just had a popo. Debbie, popo. Debbie the popo over there. That's what you tell your wife before she hits you in the eye. Actually, what I tell her is, "Oh, the <laughs> cops! They're here for cops, me." Cops, cops, cops! Look out! Uh, problems police were facing: new technologies. Although the police use new technologies as well for their own sake usually cameras that they wear um they have i think it's more of a problem for the police than is help because everyone else has those technologies as well and usually they'll use them against the police versus to aid where where i understand that but at the same time if they can record you you should be able to record them so i mean there should be a there should um, with how many cameras and everything we have in this country you know there's having a, a fine line though of recording somebody without audio and with audio oh, it's yeah. two different things 
But I mean, it it can be used for good. It can be used for bad. I so mean, one cell phone is recording audio as well. Okay. When I, uh, there was a while ago when they first started implementing uh, cameras on police officers in the very beginning. Yep. A uh, cop didn't know how to use his camera, mm-hmm. and he was going to plant drugs on a guy in his truck. Mm-hmm. He thought he turned his camera off, but he didn't. It just made a noise. And they're on video. You see him pulling it out of a little place, putting it. Hey, I found. Yeah. And trying to. He don't need to be a police officer. No. That's where I believe that the technology can come from two separate ways. It can exonerate the good people. Mm -hmm. It could condemn the bad people. Yep. There's always going to be in betweens there. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it's they're not going to find the video for a bad cop. Yep. And they're going to find video, parts of a video, uh, to condemn a good cop when they're only seeing the one side of the cop. Let's say a cop beating somebody with a baton. Yeah. But it's not going to get the five minutes before where the people he's trying to back up with a baton was jumping on him, pushing mm-hmm. him, punching him. Yeah, you're not going to see that part. You're just going to see the rough part. Yeah. I mean, that's just, it's, it's sad to say, but that's the, that's our society these days. Is it now? Yeah. And it doesn't help that the judicial system and a lot of large municipality areas like New York City don't want to, uh, not necessarily police, but they don't want to adjudicate the people that the police bring in. I mean, crime right now is skyrocketing in LA. It's skyrocketing in Baltimore. It's skyrocketing in New York and all these places because these places have judicial systems and legislative systems that are uh, helping out the lawbreakers. Oh, you... You're an illegal immigrant. Well, we're trying to... We're a sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. So even though you've raped this woman and mm-hmm. killed her, because you're a legal immigrant, we're, we're going to let you go. So that he then kills another person. And then gets them back to jail. send them to their country. Deport them. Probably not house them in our prisons, but they'd probably... I use I use that because that is an example of what happened in L.A. A guy raped and killed a woman. Mm-hmm. They put him in jail. Oh, you're illegal, so we're going to send you back mm-hmm. for him just to cross the border at the same point. Mm-hmm. Him get pulled over multiple times by police for drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. Be taken for jail for the night to sober up mm-hmm. and just release him even though... He's technically still under the charges of murdering and raping this girl. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to let him go because he's illegal. Well, um, he's not a U.S. citizen. So there's there's a fine line there. Okay. If you go... Now, should he be taken care of in his own country uh, judicially? Yes, should be. But probably we, we not going to be. Well, we have a certain, uh, I guess you could say it, universal law. Not Yeah, universal laws, worldly laws of extradition. Mm-hmm. We extradite to certain countries. They extradite to us. Mm-hmm. There's certain countries we don't have that extradition treaty with. So, right. no, we're not going to send it back. Majority of those treaties say that the person is going to... Uh, be handled in their own country. Yeah. But just to deport somebody mm-hmm. is not extradition. Nope. Just sending them back home yes. out of your hair. But okay. If you if you go to we'll we'll use Brittany Griner as a Go right um, ahead. User or him. It uh no him. She went to Russia. He did. Russia's laws is no marijuana whatsoever. Mm-hmm. She lived in America. Mm-hmm. She didn't care what the German laws are, but she was in that country. Well, if she was working on German law in Russia, we have a problem. 
Or Russian launch. Shut <laughs> up. She was in. She was in the country. She was. Leaving, she is leaving the country. Well, she was in the country. They were leaving, getting on a plane, and she had a smoker device, whatever you call those things. She had you, marijuana. You you would know more than that. One of those she, smoker devices. Was, was she not? Was she not to, marijuana liquid in it? Was she not to obey the laws of that country? Oh, for sure. You better know them. You know what they say in this country: ignorance of the law is no excuse. You come to this country and you don't know the law and you break it. That's not an excuse that you can use with a lawyer. Ignorance is no excuse. And I'm going to guess in Russia you can. You can uh, multiply that times a thousand. What, what I'm getting at is when you come into a country, you yes. are under the laws of that country. You need to obey country. the laws, yes. And, and God you, forbid you break one of them that you don't know about. Yeah. And it and it gets but, you in jail for 12 years. But then again, you just said, well, that guy was not a citizen of our country. No, he, he was not. He, he wasn't under the right. laws. He actually was no, under the laws of our country. No, he's under the laws, yes. And you have, I think, and I, I'm no lawyer, thank goodness that I work at Coswell Cogs. But if you're in another country and you break the law, so I think that country has one or two decisions. You're either going to get that person to their original country that they're from, and they're going to deal with it, or you're going to deal with it right now. You have those two options. That's your options. Okay. So Russia decided to, they were going to have to deal with the situation themselves. And they did. And there's nothing wrong with that. Or they could have sent her home to be dealt with. Nothing would have happened. That's an option. I don't think it's a good one, but it's an option. Next point. Fair policing practices. No profiling, or should police profile? Police uh, profiling is, the, is used in policing. What is the uh, definition of profiling? Profiling. There's, there's that. Profiling is where you police use. profiling the reliance on a group or of characteristics that they believe to be associated with crime. There you go. So, so if you're in a certain area. You're in a certain area. And you see, say you're in the MS-13 part of the city. Are you going to say, okay. If you see somebody wearing a certain color. Certain color or of a certain ethnicity. Are they more likely to be a part of yes. that in this area? You're probably going to be at a heightened awareness of, but that's profiling. It is. And it's used in a positive manner, but it's also used. It can also be a negative thing a negative because manner. you could run into somebody and they have no association with it. Yeah. But, and I see each side of this. Um, if, if a policeman rolled up in a neighborhood and this neighborhood was known to have... Um, whatever group that's around there and they're wearing their colors and they're acting a certain way and the police has um, a legit reason to question that person on the affiliation they think they have with that person that that person has with said gang or or ever what group then I think there's a way the police can question that person on site but usually that person will instantly get defensive, and there's not a lot of good going to come out of that. No. Once somebody you've rolled up on, you're accusing already that you're with a certain group because you're wearing a certain color and you're acting a certain way. How else are the police supposed to? Are they just going to arrest them, take them downtown, and then question them? I mean, that seems pretty harsh, pretty rough. Waste of time, maybe, for the taxpayers. I don't know. But um, that, to me, is, I guess, the correct way to use profiling. But just pulling, okay, 
let's just say, pulling somebody over because they're black. Let, is, well, let's say a cop's rolling in the road and he got a call that a, an Asian uh, woman was involved in a uh, some kind of crime. And he's rolling down the road, and he goes by an Asian woman in a certain color car and all this business. Should he pull her over because she's an Asian woman? Just because she's an Asian woman. Well, she she fits the description that he has or she has to go by. Should he pull her over? He fits she's the not speeding. She doesn't have a headlight out. Uh, well, it depends on what the what she did. I mean, if it's a hit and run where she hit somebody and ran, uh, somebody was killed. Okay, then I mean, maybe not a hit and run. Maybe if something didn't happen in a vehicle, uh, let's say it, it happened at say someone's she home. Say she shot somebody shot and then some jumped in her left. car and ran. Yeah, she's in a white Honda Accord. The police officers get a call, be on the lookout white honda accord with an asian lady driving and he passes one See, i think that's does he pull her over that's a little too vague vague i think that's very descriptive compared to what they're normally going to get True. i think i think that's very descriptive and i think she does get pulled over i mean i do you think that's legit i guess is the question it could be legit and if he walks up and he doesn't see any other sign i mean I mean, he her, could do the all, let me see your hands. No. Let me see your hands. I mean, it was just a murder. It just happened. It's a murder. Okay. She have a weapon laying there on her lap. Which is why he needs to have his guard up. Yeah. And so which if, is, let me see your hands means your hand ain't on a gun. You know, it's out the window. And that, that, that seems that, extreme. Okay. No, I talking about having your hands up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've I've listened to so many people talk about how. Well, before I get to that, did your parents ever give you a talk about what what you do whenever you get pulled over by the cops? My dad said, run. So, I mean, I guess it is true because <laughs> I, I hear it all the time about uh, hearing on TV, black people are the only people that are told to shut up. Only say yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Put That's your hands on the steering wheel. My parents always said treat them with respect. My parents said, my parents taught me that if I ever get pulled over by the cop, do exactly what they tell you, mm-hmm. keep your hands on the steering wheel, mm-hmm. and tell them everything you're doing, and follow. if, if they want to uh, say you did something you didn't do, and they want to take you, Shut Let, your, shut shut your, your mouth, mouth and go. Shut your mouth mm-hmm. and go. But man, for a 17, 18-year-old guy full of testosterone and buddies in the back seat, that's tough. But, I mean, are you, are you more or less likely to get injured or even killed when you're going up against the wrong officer? More. You're more. Yeah. Your best bet is... But testosterone does not... Cut on and cut off that easy. No, it doesn't. But your brain should be smart enough to realize. I think testosterone overtakes brain. <laughs> but it's just, I. Yes, it seems, and probably majority of kids, uh, young adults, that uh, have an altercation with the police, probably majority of them, if you get them calm and removed from that situation, Cooler heads will prevail, and they'll be like, man, I shouldn't have done that. But situational, cops can ramp you up on purpose. If they want to take you in, they can get you ramped up. I mean, you and I, if we were hanging out with the wrong guys on a Saturday night, your wife would kill you. Yeah. (laughs) You're going to get arrested one way or another. Uh, You're hanging out with the wrong dudes, and you get pulled over. All right, here's here's the situation. My parents went away on a week's vacation. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, seriously. I was with a friend of mine. I was uh, late teens. I forget how old I was. Uh, maybe mid-teens. Uh, it's the guy that was getting us to do this, uh, this program today, actually. He gets pulled over. I'm with him. I'm in the passenger seat. We did not wear seatbelts back then. I'm sorry. I did not wear seatbelts back then. It's just the way it was. 
Cops pull us over. We're in his mom's car. Honda right? Accord. It, well, no. But same. And cops pull us over. Get Takes him out of the car to the rear of the car. And I'm trying to put my seatbelt on. All right? So I get it clicked on. And I'm laughing. Because I hear the cops say, "There's we've had a disturbance. Somebody's been squealing tires around town. This, if you know, if you knew my friend, you know one, he's not squealing a tire. Two, the car wouldn't squeal a tire. And three, no. <laughs> so I'm up there laughing, right? And I've got this seatbelt on that I've never put on before in my life. The cop walks up there with his flashlight and asks me to step out to the rear of the car. I can't get the seatbelt undone because I've never put it on before. And I'm up there struggling. And so he thinks something's wrong. Sir, you got a problem? Uh, no, no, sir. I just can't get this undone. Do you think something's funny? Well, I do, sir. I do think something's funny. What do you think's funny? This car won't squeal the tires, sir. It's his mom's car. Well, we had a report that a maroon or red, whatever the color was, car was going around town squealing tires. Around that time, a 70s whatever bum bum car, <laughs> same color, goes past us. And I'm like, there's your guy. <laughs> There's your car to squeal the tires. This thing ain't got enough that, horsepower to do that, that. That's a tire squealer right there. And so the 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 cop could have really ramped that up because mm -hmm. we're teenagers. We don't know what we're talking about. I'm thinking the whole thing is hilarious. He didn't think it was that funny, mm -hmm. you know. So that's a very small idea of, you know, now, okay, we've had a report that a maroon car is going around showing everybody their pistol. You know, they got a pistol waving out. The, and so he's got us out on the ground handcuffed or something. And it wasn't us. It was that guy. But how do you, you know, when you're in the moment, it's difficult to relay what you, are you crazy? I don't have a gun. You know, I'm saying, are you crazy? We can't squeal the tires, but I could see where somebody could come along and be the same way about a gun or a situation and and just so happened the real person just drove right by police have a tough job chris yep and people want to people want to put it off on them like they just have a regular job like everybody else no. and it's like no no <laughs> their job is so stressful because <laughs> yes. they can leave their house one day and not come home well i mean that's anybody but theirs is a but heightened state of not coming home yes you know what the uh expected li uh, life, expense life expectancy of a police officer in the United States as of 2023. 12 years. Uh, no, the li their life. The expect How long you, they expected to live? I thought you meant si on the force. 66 years. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we, do we or do we not respect the police? You should show respect to the police. I do. I, I do mean, respect the police. I do believe there are crooked crooked police. I think there's way more crooked lawyers, but that's well, a whole different program. You hear you hear too many people like, "Oh, all all cops are bad," no. or "I'm I'm back in the blue. I back all cops." It's like no, no. blanket They're statements are usually dangerous wrong. Or, or wrong, dangerous. They're dangerous. Yes, as. You you show me a cop that is trying that had tried to do the correct things, and it turns out bad. I'll back. I'm I'm gonna back the cop. You're gonna back the blue. I'm gonna back that cop. I ain't backing the blue. Back, back it up. But at the same time, if you have a cop that is just on a power trip, yep, and he arrests you because he because he says that you're driving a stolen vehicle mm -hmm. and. But if you get a cop yelling at you, you get that situation going on, and you're mad, and you're yelling back, you can't win that argument. No. But you can't tell yourself to shut up either. You can. <laughs> you rarely, rarely, rarely do works. I listen to self. <laughs> shut rarely, up, Mark. <laughs> rarely does anybody listen to self these days. I thought you were going to say rarely do people listen to me. <laughs> well, that's we got 10. Well, 15, according to the numbers today. Hello. Well, here's what we want to say. 
What do we want to say? We want to say today. Today is a special day, Chris. Why is it so special? It is a special day. Why is it so special? Because if you text the word police, popo, popo, five o twelve, whatever you want to text, something that lets me know that it's about this episode, and you've made it this far, and we thank you for that. But six one five three three zero three six four four. Any of those words or numbers or whatever you have, give us an idea for a future podcast, Episode. and we will use it. We will use it because we have, hey, last two weeks, thank you listeners for listening and giving us ideas because we'll use them. Yeah, Hopefully hard. we use them good. I mean, you know, we do our best. It's hard to come up with topics. Is it now? I mean, we've we had a full list of them, and now we're down to two. We're still working. We're working this deal. We're trying. Working it, working it, working it. I think that's where we're going to call it a day. Call it a day. We'll call it a Thursday. See ya. See ya.